Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Brand Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Brand Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to bollandbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to a new episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. This might be your first ever episode you've listened to. You might have listened to every episode. As usual, though, you guys, if you want to participate in future episodes of Unfuck Nation, please submit your topics and questions at connect at garyjohnbishop.com, or you can leave us a voicemail, 646-450-3203. Look, if you want to be part of this nation, you got to get your shit together, okay? Being part of this nation means you're committed to turning yourself into the, your best fucking version of you. And you're going to have to not only do that, but you're going to have to do that while interrupting some things you've come to believe. So being authentic, being an authentic human being requires you to tell the truth. What truth? Mr. Scottish man, the truth about yourself. When you finally start telling the truth about yourself, when you finally get that it's okay for you to be you, that when you're upset, you don't blame your upsets on somebody else. You say, you know what? Truth be told, I've got myself triggered right now. I'm not going to blame you. I'm hooked. That's the truth. Truth be told, I've been playing this act that everything's okay. And it's not. Authentically speaking, I'm faking my shit. By the way, that's a fucking overused word, being authentic. I could people say, I'm just being authentic here as I vomit my fucking shit all over you. Right? I'm just being authentic here as I'm telling you how you've fucked me over. No, that's complaining. This isn't about your fucking complaints and your upsets and your da 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 because that's just complaints and upsets. And when you house it, inside of that terminology. Oh, I'm just speaking my truth. You're an asshole. That's sometimes the best news you can get when you get that you're the asshole. Because when you get that you're the asshole, you can change that. But if all you're going to do is focus on how somebody else is the asshole, you're fucked, which makes you an asshole. So you need to stop that. Ultimately, what this comes down to, you guys, is life doesn't owe you anything. You're not deserving of anything. See, that's a law. Get the life you deserve. You don't deserve shit. I don't deserve shit. You get what you get. But you know, life is not fucking fair. It's not even. It's not fair. It's not just. We don't all have the same opportunity. That's the truth of it. It's not a level playing field. And you can fucking bitch and moan and whine that it's not a playing field 
or you can grab a shovel and start fucking digging. That's your choice. I'd much rather, by the way, empower the fucking crap out of people that live great lives. And if there's any real change you want to see in the world, if you want fucking a level playing field or some kind of sense of justice or fairness, fight from an elevated position. You got to fight for your right to fucking speak. Should everybody have an equal voice? Yeah, you're fucking damn right they should, but they don't. So it begins with this process of developing yourself. And realize, by the way, if you want to overcome any obstacle, if you want to be victorious with any fucking challenge, your biggest obstacle is you. It's not what's going on around you. It's how you're dealing with what's going on around you. And every time you speak your truth about others, you're weighting the game against yourself. You're getting away from what you need to get closer to. That is getting yourself out of the way to empower yourself to deal with whatever's fucking facing you right now. The opportunity for expansion is available to all. It's not just for a few people. But to really expand, you have to see the ways in which you've trapped yourself. People tell me, like I say a lot of confrontational things or things that are hard to hear. They're only hard to hear because you make them hard to hear. I mean, they're fucking easy to say, but you make them hard to hear. You're the one getting hooked and triggered. I've lost count the number of times people have said to me, well, couldn't you say that a different way? Well, could you listen in a different way? Could you change the way you're listening? Could you be listening for something else? Because that's authentically how this is. Authentically, the truth is, I'm triggered. And the inauthenticity, if you like, is I'm triggered and you should change what you say. And look, there are some people who say really fucking shitty things and they should change what they say. But there's a chance they won't. And you got to live with that. You got to live with your emotional triggers, hooks and upsets. So being authentic, speaking your truth, is when you be authentic about you, you speak the truth about you. You get it out there. What are you trying to get? You aren't trying to get people to get on your side, feel sorry for you. Tell the fucking truth. Be truthful with yourself. And the moment you're truthful with yourself, and this is a tricky part, by the way, of being authentic. Because when you're inauthentic, you're kind of like pretending something. Why it's tricky to see is because the first person you have to fucking pretend to is yourself. So, you know, it's like, you're fooling you and you've been doing it so long, you're fooled enough that you believe it. It's amazing though, when people do get like their life is legitimately under threat, they start to see how fucking shallow they've been and how stingy they've been and how they've withheld and manipulated and held onto and resented. And, you know, if you're in your 20s right now, and you've already done some of that, I want you to know as you age, you're only going to do that more and more and more. And you're going to become less and less and less like you. And anybody who's 40 or 50 or 60 listening to this right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like you can see yourself slowly becoming this kind of polarized version of who you once were. Little more cynical, little better. Little hardened, 
little more shut off, a little less forgiving, all of those things. So you end up with this wall of protection, but you end up fucking trapped in it. It becomes your prison. Life is about fucking freedom, being unabashed. Be your fucking self and do no fucking harm. All right, we're going to go on a break. And we come back from the break, we're going to obviously take questions from resident genius, Stephen Miller, with some questions from the followers and the listeners. And again, if you want to participate on future episodes, if you want to drop us a question or a comment, or maybe even a topic that you want me to discuss, you can leave us an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, 646-450-3203. 646-450-3203. We'll be back in a moment. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, welcome back to the show, and thank you for sticking with us through that commercial break. Despite the sudden accent change, you are still listening to Unfuck Nation with Gary John Bishop. My name is Stephen Miller, and I'm here with this week's questions from the nation. Today, we're going to shake things up with a quick lightning round and then cap things off with one big question from the nation. Okay, let's go. So let's kick things off with an Instagram question from Emily. After you shared your philosophy on episode two, Emily started looking into other perspectives online and came across topics like manifesting which she thinks are total BS. So not to put any specific authors or philosophers on blast, but Emily wants to know, are there any personal development practices or ideologies that you call BS on? I mean, there's a lot of fucking self-help voodoo out there. There really is. I guess this is part of my problem with the self-help industry. There's people who are out there talking about, you know, ways to impact your life. It's kind of a little bit of spiritual, a little bit of religious, a little bit of psychology, a little bit of this, a little bit of fucking, you know, Like, it's this mishmash that ultimately just results in bullshit. You know, the whole notion of manifesting, for instance, the way that that's out there in the self-help industry is horrible. There is something to manifesting, but not the way that it's out there. And I'm not going to get into why there is something to it, because it would take me too fucking long. So what I'm really looking for are the people whose, whatever their message is, whatever their philosophy is, it has some kind of fucking integrity to it. It's not just some throw away a little bubble of life that will somehow make you feel better about the shit you're in. I want people to really, you know, grab on is something that allows you to make change, not feel better about not making change, which a lot of self-help stuff does. It just makes you feel better about shit. And, you know, everything that I do is designed to have you do something about your shit. <laughs> Perfect. Let's dive into our next question. This one comes to us from Mary. Mary would like to know if there are any other books that she or members of the nation should check out before or after cracking into Unfuck Nation, Stop Doing That Shit, or your latest book, Wise as Fuck. I never recommend books for people because I don't read modern books. 
most of the books I read are works that are 100, 200, 300, all the way back to Stoic philosophers. If you start to get into this, right, like developing yourself, you got to look at like, well, what am I developing? How would I know it's developed? And what do I think is the best methodology for me to do that? If you've read, say, for instance, Unfuck Yourself, you could read that book once every two years and take a whole other thing away from it every time. Why? Because your life has moved. So it's not like, well, I got that and I'm good. No, because you're evolving. You know, someone a lot smarter than I said to me a long time ago, yesterday's transformation is today's ego trip. What does that mean? It means you're always evolving. If you think you're not, if you think whatever ground you've taken, that you've somehow arrived somewhere, you're mistaken. So set it out. What do I want to develop? And then start exploring. There's a lot of great stuff out there, by the way. A lot of great stuff. Although I wouldn't be a great resource for telling you what all that stuff is because I'm too busy fucking producing it. All right. Now, before we get to that meat on the bone, the nation's been keen on getting to know you on a more personal level. So what do you find yourself looking forward to? Or where are you finding hope despite these challenging times? I think one of the greatest things that I ever got for myself was that I'm not important, which is, I guess it's a Buddhist way or Zen way of engaging with your own existence. I mean, I really mean this, like not in a self-deprecating way, but I'm not that fascinated with myself. You know, how I'm doing is how I'm doing, you know, that's just how that's going. Because I'm fascinated by the difference that I could make, but not like I, like an identity. I mean, I like a vessel for something, not I like a persona or a personality or a character but really like how I might use my life for some greater good. That's all I'm interested in and everything that I do. It's amazing. It's like little, little hilltops, right? Cause you know, if you write a book and then you're writing the book, you're going a little further up the hill and then you get a little glance at what else is after that. And you're like, Oh fuck, that's good. And let me kind of ambled over there. So it's like this series of little hilltops that I feel as if I'm going over and I'm discovering new things about my ability to make a difference and emboldening that and educating that. But it's kind of amazing when you start to give yourself to something that's greater than you, you're just a lot happier. I'm just a lot happier as a human being because it's not about my happiness, it's about yours. <laughs> and I'm committed that you're fucking happy. But see, that's one of the things that's so awesome about this episode, Gary. We're talking authenticity from start to finish. And all three of these lightning round questions are an opportunity to share the authentic you with the nation. I don't know. I think that's really cool, but maybe that's just my take. Yeah. And by the way, I think another thing you understand about that is I'm not saying it. I'm saying here to impress you. It takes a long time to develop the kind of you that's not you. See, look, if you identify with my work, if you're a listener and you say, I've read all your fucking books you'll notice that most of what I'm saying is to get you to identify the you that you've become. See, look, right now you don't identify at all because you're too busy being it. You're too busy being you. There's no distinction between you and something else. And a live a great life will require you to go beyond you, in quotes. Go beyond your persona. Your persona is only interested in itself. If you're ever stuck in life, you'll notice it's about you. If you're ever fucked up in life, it's about you, right? If you're ever like laboring in life, it's about you. What do I mean about you? I mean like your ego. 
the character traits that you've become, that you've become most closely associated with, those are wounded, offended, depressed, concerned, angry, frustrated. That character that you are is offended. You're not. It is. It's offended. It's depressed. It's angry. The more you get concerned for others, you'll see you're doing pretty damn fine. Well, as it happens, that ties in perfectly with this week's big question from Carl. Carl wants to know what is the line that separates living as your authentic self from egotistical living? Yeah, that's a nice place that you find yourself, Carl. That's a nice spot to locate yourself. Like, what's the difference between authentically being me and me being this persona? This will be a little abstract, but I'll make it very real for everybody, right? I'll get very, I'll get abstract and then I'll get real. So if you think of your persona like something that exists where you are, but you've been doing it for so long, it seems like it's just you. It's not. You have a persona, like you have hair or not. If you look at the life you've got, you've got the life that someone with your persona would have. You have the relationships that someone with your persona would have. Your persona, you put it together over a number of years. Right? You weren't born with this persona. You were not. In fact, you were born with the absence of one. Right? You were born more like a space that a persona began showing up in over time. And so this persona that you've become, you've so become it, you've forgotten that there's way more to you. Some of the bitterest people I've ever met, the most frustrated, most angry human beings once upon a time were just love. And then somewhere along the way, that got fucked up and they get more shut down and more shut down and more shut down and more shut down. And then they just became the fucking angry old man or the angry old woman who can't see any joy in anything. But they weren't always that way, but they've become that persona now, and they have the life of that persona. What fucks you up is your persona. Like, when you're fucked up by something, that's your persona at work. When you're depressed at something, that's your persona at work. It's doing its thing. Because your persona, your personality, requires evidence for itself that it's useful, that it's real. A number of years ago, I forgot that I was loving. And how did I forget? I stopped doing it. When did I stop doing it? When I was about 12. I went in another direction. I got dug in. And I had the persona of a driven man. And I had the relationships of a driven man. And I had the business of a driven man. And if you wanted to love me, you had to love a driven man. And then I remembered. <laughs> I fucking remembered. I remembered that the ability to love was there for me even though I'd forgotten it. And then when I, when I tried it out, like even telling people I loved them was like hard. It was like, I couldn't get the fucking words out, right? It felt stupid. Like, I love it. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Want some pizza? Like, I didn't know what to do, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you a joke or something. Like, whatever I can do to leave you with the idea that I care without actually saying it. And then I just thought, fuck it. Let me just be authentic. I struggle to say that I love you, but I want you to know that I love you. And that was one of the most, in fact, it was the single most authentic moment of my adult human life when I said that. And then I did it. And then it was like, oh, this is stupid and weird and 
kind of cold, but I started to explore this aspect of myself that I'd never explored before. Life beyond the ego, beyond my persona. It was like getting out there, connecting with people. And my persona was like, oh, they're an asshole and fuck them. And I don't, and I'm like, oh shit. Cause the persona wants what it wants, right? Driven, independent, alone. That's what an ego wants. In my case, for some people, the ego wants to prove that no one gives a fuck or it wants to prove that you're not worth it or you're not enough. But the more you engage with my work, you'll see yours. So it's about giving yourself the freedom to choose ego, no ego. And you got to get your brain's pretty much hardwired for your ego. So you're pretty much that all the time. It's not ego, no ego. The real choice is no ego. And again, not egotistical. Sometimes when I ask myself, I say, what am I compelled to do here? Sometimes I'm compelled to shut down or compelled to respond in a certain way. And I notice like, that's not really who I am. It's an aspect of who I am, but it's not who I would say this is who I am. And then that's the choice, like not that. That's the dance. And it's a dance. You're always dancing with it. But the more you explore life outside that, life's fucking radical. It's wild, you know, when you kind of start to see yourself and other people through a different lens. So development, in short, it's not a destination. It's a way of life. And it's brilliant and frustrating. And sometimes there's shit I wish I didn't know. Like, I wish I didn't fucking know that, but I know. Sometimes when I'm talking to other people, when they say things about the, what they're dealing with, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish you hadn't said that. Now I need to say something. But I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, fuck it, out it comes. And they're like, how can you? I'm like, no, that's bullshit. And they're like, what? What? No one's ever sold that bullshit. I know, but here we go. It's bullshit. And let me tell you why. So sometimes, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm the asshole in the room. But I like that too. Like, it forces me to be someone that my identity has no real interest in being. So it's, it's all good. It's expansion. It's good. As usual, rate the podcast. Review the podcast. Whatever you're getting this podcast from, please go in there and leave us a nice review. And don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, what the fuck? Get yourself subscribed. Come on. It's nothing. Press the button. Subscribe. It'll drop you a little message when a new episode comes out. You can catch it right away. And it'll remind you to stay up to date with Unfuck Nation. If you want to participate in the show, if you want to suggest a topic, if you've got a question for us, if you've got a comment for us, please email us, connect at garyjohnbishop.com or call us 646-450-3203. Have a wonderfully unfucked week and I'll see you on the flip side. I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. 
Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.